Welcome to Tribe Talking. I'm Flacky. He's Mooney. We're two passionate fans of the game with the funny-shaped ball. Are we experts? No. Opinionated? Very much so. We're going to talk Chiefs and the great game in general. Well, welcome back. Here we are. Uh, another episode of Tribe Talking. Thanks to everyone who's been listening so far. Um, for those of you who follow us on Facebook, you will have noticed uh, this morning, or this afternoon even, sorry, that I put up a, a bit of a begging post, really, because uh, we don't know what we're going to talk about tonight. We didn't we didn't fancy a week off, uh, so there's no structure. Uh, Mooney and I are just going to sort of sort of wing this a little bit. It's probably the best way of putting it. Just go a bit row. Yeah, see, see see what comes out the other side. And if it's shit, we're not going to put it up. So who knows? So uh, do the usual, the usual starting point. So Mooney, how are we doing? What's yeah, well, just um, it's bank holiday, isn't it? So um, yeah. I haven't appreciated it one bit because I live in a seaside town full of to- tourists that are ruining my life currently. So <laughs> people from not you from not your town coming to sample the wares of your town, making your life miserable. Yeah, the joys yeah. of the southwest. You know, I'm happy. I'm happy for people to come on holiday here, but. You know, when you when you've lived in a town like your whole life and you go in a shop and you know like your friend's mum's like oh you're down here on a holiday and you're like no I'm not God, you, you know you've known me I've for years here. I've lived here my whole life what the fuck yeah. yes and people are just like people are in, in just like robot mode at the moment they're just like yeah where are you down on holiday from it's uh it's I'll, I'll, probably get, I'll probably get slagged off saying this now where well, you rely on the tourist money but you know I don't, so there you go. People go on about tourist money when you live in the southwest of England, and all I'll say that is I don't care how much tourist money there is. I work I work the other side of Stonehenge, and I have to drive past that fucking thing every day. Bulldoze it. <laughs> Bulldoze it. I don't care. Send, send it back to Wales. It, it adds an extra 45 minutes to my commute. I hate it. I for no reason. So people can look at it. You don't have to pay to see it. You can drive past it, and you get and you get all the, oh, it's a spectacle. It's the spirit of the stones. It's some stones standing in a field in Wiltshire. Sorry, oh, that's it. I get slagged off for that as well, but... probably. But yeah, yeah. Anyway, we didn't get slagged off last week, so I think we're I think we're going to be all right. So we've had yeah, we've had minimal fallout so far, and it was uh, it was probably our most successful pod yet. It was. So... We had a, a huge amount of listeners. Yeah, <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, but no, uh, but no fallout, which I'm happy with. You watch that. You watch now. You watch what happens now. Yeah, but <laughs> take a pinch of salt. There's no, there's literally like no other rugby podcast to listen to at the moment. So yeah, true. Because no like, what can I fill my week with? Oh, this is the these are the only idiots that are doing it. Us and like <laughs> the egg chasers or someone. So, there's no rugby to talk about, but they're having a stab at it anyway. God bless their little cotton socks. No, there is there is um there is some rugby actually. Um, I, you know, really breaking news. Obviously, Ellis Genge is the Leicester. Uh, captain now, yeah, and Ches and Colby signed for too long. Yeah, well, both of which are absolutely have no relevance to our podcast whatsoever. So, but we um, did mention it. We promised we, we mentioned it, and we mentioned yeah. it. Yeah, we well done, Happy. Ellis. Ellis, like secretly would love to be at Chiefs. We know that. So, um, he loves all our boys, doesn't he? So, he does. something the, the gigantic Bristolian chav would fit in so well in, in sleepy Devon. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Chabs everywhere, mate. Yeah, and you, oh, and also news alert: Toulon pay money for a very good rugby player. Yeah. Oh, Cheslin Colby would be uh, quite welcome down at Sandy Park. Yeah, unless, well, not next week when Munster play him. Connor Murray walks out. Oh yeah. <laughs> you bad blood. Yeah. Bye, yeah. man. Remember me? Yeah, you tried to fucking kill me about three weeks ago. Just, oh, yeah, got away a bit though. So yeah. he did. He did. You got to ride. You got to ride. Ride the wave. So apart from that, much else. Much got a great Instagram story, by the way, for those who've seen it at the weekend. My God, <laughs> that was hilarious. So I'll just give a backstory to it. Um, a lot of uh, I just got a lot of guys that work with me, and they're all like, "We want to come to a Chiefs game. We want to come to a Chiefs game." And um, I just said, "Yeah, well, you know, it's it's not a cheap day out." But there is a monster preseason game. The tickets are half price, so um, they they all want basically um, they've all just latched on. They want me to do everything for them and like take them on a guided tour. It feels like, 
uh, they're like, how do we get there? I was like, it's train, the train, you know, you can get off the train pretty much outside the stadium. You just walk five minutes and you're there. And then the uh, couple of them found out about full kit. And then the more they're getting excited about going, the more excited they are about seeing full kit. The spectacle that is. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, there's like, no pressure on full kit. I said, like, you're literally going to have like six blokes that are dead excited to just be spending time with you. Um, <laughs> I can't wait to be honest, mate. I can't wait to meet him. I'm going to yeah, judge be, him very heavily. No, but... you could, the thing is, right, he won't talk to you. Brilliant. Nice. Yeah. He's not like, it's, you know, he'll just, he'll, I'll do all the talking for him. He'll just stare at his point. Yeah. Is it, a bit like, is it a bit like George and Lenny out of Mice and Men? Yeah, a little <laughs> bit like that. Yes. Yeah. He's just a big, he's just the big, the big thick one that just hurts people by accident and kills, kills rabbits and stuff. But I don't, I don't know if I said this. Um, when we went, when we went to the final, the last one, and we ended up in some, uh, some restaurant with a couple of other Chiefs fans. Yeah. And, um, we just met them in a pub and we were like, oh, we're going for a uh, shawarma, you know, a kebab. We went to yeah. this restaurant and uh, the guy was like, what is, what is wrong with your mate? I said, don't worry about him. He's like, why is he wearing the full kit? I said, he does it all the time. Don't worry about that. And he's like, why is he not talking? I said, you know, I said, he doesn't do that. He, just don't worry about him. <laughs> just like, it, might be, it might be low level autism. We don't know, but he's a nice, he's a nice bloke. He just doesn't like talking to strangers. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, but we're all on the spectrum in some way. So indeed, exactly, yeah. exactly. He just might, he just doesn't like, just doesn't like the outside spaces. No, I think, I think it is. It always makes me laugh because he, he, you know, he voluntarily goes and wears full kit, and he knows it's a joke. You know, he knows it's a joke, but he does it for the fun. And and people say, "Why are you doing that?" He's like, "Well, I don't care. What, I don't care what I look I like." like it. Well, yeah, it's, it's fair play. I mean, Christ, it may I, I own a kilt, so I can't, I can't judge him. Uh, the, best, the best thing, the best thing that can come from this podcast is me going to a game and people just shouting full kit at him that have like the, you know like the five listeners yes. that we have, or whatever yeah. it is, and uh, just walking along the east terrace and people are like oh, oh, oh. that's there he is, yeah, there's, yeah. So, there's, um, there's George and Lenny, yeah. So well, well, talking of kit, talking of kit, I've, yeah. I've got I'm looking at it now because um, for the, the the listeners at home, I uh, I. We I, we both record these on our phones while we get our, get our stuff set up, and I I've every time I try and use my phone when we're recording it, I murder the podcast. So I'm looking at look at a picture on an iPad of Jack Noel looking very 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 hard. Joe Simmons is tossing a ball up, and the new kit. I've got to be honest, man. I'm not very. There's a lot of love for it. There is a lot of love for it, but I'm not inspired. If I'm honest, it's just a bit. I don't know. It, it, you know what it reminds me? It looks a little bit like the sort of kit that gets released in the Super 15 at the start of the season before because they haven't they haven't sorted their sponsorship out properly. You know. Yeah. Um, and I can't. I don't. I don't know the story of why SW Coms aren't sponsoring the front of the shirt anymore, but they're still on there. I thought yeah. they weren't sponsoring this at all. You know. But um, and it's weird. The 150th yeah. anniversary bit looks good though. The big 150. Uh, I think. Yeah, I, I like that bit, and I, I like that that there's. You know, I we, I think I've said to you, I I always think like our kits are like sponsor heavy. Yeah, and and it, that annoys me a little bit. But I I thought, oh yeah, nice basic playing kit. I'm really excited, and it's not just not wowed me. But you know, once you once you've seen a you know a couple of Adonis rugby players wearing it, then you you probably change your mind, I guess, in yeah. person. Well, I saw a good, I saw a, good, a really good point on um with the Chiefs fan pages. And so the, most of the time, rugby players are flat on their face. So having a, fr- a sponsorship on the front doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah, <laughs> true. Know. He's actually got a fairly good point. There's no point in spon- a forward wearing it because they're, you know, they're, they're, they're yeah. arched over 90% of the day. That's <laughs> so, a good point. The, the numbers should be on the front. Yeah. And then on the back should be like, you know, chunk pasties or... Ginsters. <laughs> yeah, no, but Ginsters... That, but yeah, that's Plymouth Argyle, isn't it? Ginsters, they were. Yeah. Really. But, but I, I, yeah, we can't be having Ginsters. They're shocking yeah, bastards. They are. They're not, they're not passing. I mean, but, but my best mate in the world, he's a, he's a... Well, he's actually from Northampton, but he's an honorary Cornishman because he's lived down there pretty much his entire life. And uh, any time I want to wind him up, I buy him a Ginsters. And uh, he goes... And, he'll, well, he's thrown it at me before. Um <laughs> It's still past you, mate. Fuck off. So, but yeah, we're sponsored by Bradford, Centrax, Super Eggs, SW Coms, Heineken, Otter Brew, Samurai Sportswear, as always, and Toll Cards Drinks. And wasn't it you telling me that we Tony Rowe passed up a contract with Nike? 
Well, I just I heard, her, you know, her little rumor that Nike could uh, approach the club to uh, to sponsor, but they wanted the like stadium naming rights or something. Oh, right, they want the whole works. Yeah, I don't, how, I don't know how legit that is, of, you know. But, but... they've pulled out of Saracens, haven't they? On the like Allianz, I think on the back of what happened a couple of seasons back, they've I think they've dropped Saracens from their label, and they're probably hunting for somebody in in the Prem to take over from. Um, yeah, well, I guess it would be the next logical step. Um, yeah, realistically, but it'll be Harlequins. Harlequins will. Yeah, well, you know, well, they are the champions. Sorry about that, everyone. Um, I wasn't playing on the phone, I promise. But as I said, for no apparent reason, the connection dropped. And we were talking about um, a potential... Nike. Nike Nike taking over. That didn't happen. Doesn't matter. Uh, What I was trying to say was Tony Rowe being the guy he is, sticking with Samurai is probably not... Should be a huge surprise to everybody, you know. um, They've been with us for a long time now, so... But we get the European kit this week. I mean, well, yeah, the away kit's uninspiring and just white standard. Yeah, fair enough. But I am, we're, we're still waiting for that Euro kit. We're, we're, we're assured it's going to be green, are we not? I believe. Uh, that's, that's what everyone, that's what everyone's saying. It's, you know, the, the uh, rumour mill's getting bigger that it's green. It's logical next one as well, isn't it? That's yeah, not, not many colours left, to be honest. Mm. We're going to start recycling next, next season. Yeah. Which yeah. Brings- I can't, I can't I mean, think of any other vile colours that we can pick. <sighs> No, no. Well, that's the only one that's sticking out in it. But so, gonna, whatever happens, whatever happens, uh, you well, there'll be a photo on our social media of full kit in the new European kit very soon. Is he going to be outside with a sleeping bag outside the shop? Well, I know. I think he's probably he's going to do a uh, Clark Kent Superman no. Robbie on the day straight into the trading post out of the. Uh, out the all that, yep, yeah, that's good idea. a good idea for an Instagram story. That that would be class, yeah. Is it a man? Is it a plane? No, he's a total dickhead wearing a full rugby kit at the age of however old he is, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm on the fence about ordering the new one because it is it's spendy, yeah. Um, but at the same time, I say, I say this, I probably will, and I have an argument with the missus about it. And uh, all will be well in the world. I like the fact that the, the supporters' shirt this year looks more like the players' shirt because years yeah, gone by, good. years gone by, it's been a collared version of the players' shirt. But yeah. um, try and encourage you to spend eighty-five pound on the test, the test shirt, which is like skin top. Which I've got one, by the way, from a couple of from the season we won the Premier the Euros. Mm. And Jesus Christ, is it snug? Nah, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just not even risking it. I ordered a size up as well. I would have ordered um, about four sizes up. Oh, my like, God. Come on. Get on. Get there. we go. Yeah, I look good. Let's go. Right, so, yeah, fuck that. Yeah, yeah. I suppose, talking of the new season, um, one of the things we did we did agree we'll probably try and have a chat about is... Um, oh, actually, before we go any further, yeah. uh, a guy on the Facebook group, he did ask a question to us, and I will give him a mention, uh, about... Um, how disabled ticket holders fare at Sandy Park in comparison to other grounds. And very thank you for asking the question, but realistically, James and I aren't really qualified to answer that. Um, if you do know anybody, please encourage them to listen and, and put their um, five bobs worth into the into the Facebook group so we can get that that question out there. But um, we just let's be honest, mate, we can't answer that. Yeah, I would assume that the more modern the stadium, the better the access and the better. The facilities, uh, yeah. however, uh, you know, like so, neither of us, you know, have the experience of uh, of that, so we can't, really, you know, we can't comment. But you know, I am actually still interested in what what the outcome. Someone's probably done a report, gone around the grounds and done a report mm. of it. I'm sure. It'll be interesting now with the East, the East stands going up at a hell of a rate of knots. Yes, yeah. yeah. You'll, you'll probably find there's been, and I'm guessing here, there's probably been a. Because there's such more, there's far more awareness of the situation regarding disability access at the yeah. ground. There's probably better access on the east stand now than there has been in the other three stands 
legacy wise. So, but as I say, if anyone knows, please stick an answer in the Facebook group or Instagram group or something, and we'll we'll try and get it out there. Um, but we've got to move forward to the new season. Yeah, thinking about it a bit, who do we think is going to be our bogey team this year? Who's who? Who's I I maintain we're going to be top four. Um, because yeah. the score we've got, the history we've got, the legacy we've got, all that sort of stuff. But I just, who's going to be there with us? Who's going to be that those four teams this year? It's really hard to call. Very, isn't it? Like, I find it, I just think, uh, you know, even though they've lost so many players, Saracens are going to cut, they're going to be up, up and about for sure. That's, a, you know, that's a yeah. no brainer. Sale are going to grow on what they've done. Definitely. I think Leicester are going to have a good season. Yeah. They've been building slowly into this. Warthwick seems to know what he's doing and they've done the tried and tested getting loads of massive South Africans. <laughs> yes. But, yeah, all well, vices in the team, isn't he? Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I, said, I said a couple of weeks ago, didn't I, that Brist, right, let's look at Bristol, for example. Can Bristol realistically do that again? What they did last year? Bearing in mind, towards the end of the season, they were proper out of puff when they got to the they got yeah. to the playoffs. Yeah, um, they lost a couple of games in the but well, as soon as Callum Sheedy got injured, it all started going a bit south for them. And to be reliant on one player that much, there's got to be a concern. I'm not saying they can't do it. I just uh, they're going to be a Saints or a Quins this year. I think I, don't mean, I know Quins won it, but they snuck in. They snuck into the top four, didn't they? I think they'll be there, but not. Not banging on the doors, if that make if that makes sense. I think um, last year was a strange year. You yeah, know, like I mean, for us, we it was basically two seasons in one, or yes. a season and a half in one. So they, you know, they kind of rolled into it. Didn't lose loads of players. Nope. And that we used to benefit from that, didn't we? Who hardly ever lost mm-hmm. anyone. Yep, back in the day. Yeah, we had a really successful period then. So. Yeah, I think um, I'm not so sure. I, I don't, you know, I don't want to like, lay, like be laying into Bristol. But, oh no, um, that's not that's not yeah. my intention. It's more no, case but, can they but, do it? I mean, if they, in my mind, the Southwest team is doing well, is yeah. good because it the, the money's in London. We all know this, but the good rugby can yeah. be played out out our way. You know, it's, yeah. a, a, I was expecting a Bristol Chiefs final. Uh, last year, when I mean Quins, I still don't know how that happened, but well played to Quins. Um, but yeah, I just I don't I just don't see Bristol replicating it. I, I'd like to be wrong, and if I am, I am. But I, I don't I just don't Quins, see it. Quins are another one. Didn't lose loads of players last year, whereas they used to always lose their England players and they would drop off. But last last season, obviously they had Marla basically all season. Yep. Obviously, Marcus Smith didn't go anywhere, did he? <laughs> that won't happen this year. Yeah, well, he, well he, and you never know, mate. Um, well, yeah, this Danny, is Eddie Jones, isn't it? <laughs> like, yeah. Danny Kerr was around all season. Mike Brown, all those players, those solid... Um, well, obviously, Mike Brown's left, but the, uh, yeah, all those no, solid squad yeah. players... Young Lyon, they, he'll be use. there. Mm. They'll lose so, huge as well. He'll be off. Be, yeah, I'll be interested to see how they do this year. I mean, the if they carry on playing the way they did, they were they were entertaining, weren't they, all year? Oh yeah, they so, were great. They were, they were, it was Southern Hemisphere rugby, wasn't it? It was. Oh, yeah. well, if, if you score twenty points, we'll score twenty-two. Because that that's the way we won the game. Stuff defending, but, just attack, yeah. attack, attack, attack. But um, say they, but say, you know, you're set, we're set, you're saying how like Callum Sheedy, you know, Bristol lose Callum Sheedy, and it kind of fell apart. How yeah. much did they? How much did them not having? If Marcus Smith is away all autumn and all Six Nations, who's their backup ten? Lang? Because he's left, hasn't he? I can answer that. To be honest, with that. Yeah. Looking, um, yeah. But, but um, that, you've you brought you brought it quite nicely onto the point I was going to make. Without Smith, that linchpin of that team, and he, how many games did he miss last year? But virtually yeah. none. And with him in the England side. As you say, they're going to they're suddenly their their linchpin and role role playing um, playmakers gone. So yeah. I don't, yeah. And plus, Don Brandt will probably be in the side as well. So yeah, yeah. Like who captain. knows? Yeah, yeah. That will be. 
I mean, two really key players there, isn't it? Nine, ten, eight, nine, ten for Quinns. Yeah, I, I think they'll be up there. I'm sure they've got to build on what they've done. They have to. But what, you know, the, the season was just, their season was just mental from start to finish, wasn't it? So, <laughs> it was just batshit, as you, as you adequately described yeah. it. It was batshit. Yeah. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to slide on to, to Saracens for just a minute because Jamie Benson, isn't that, isn't that the, the backup for Quinn? Sorry, on a side note. Pass, pass. No, pass if anybody knows him. who the backup 10 is at, uh, Har- at Harlequins, let us know. Anyway, um, so, or is it Tyron Green? No, Tyron Green goes back there, doesn't he? He, he plays centre as well. But anyway, Saracens. Apart from Aratoji, what Saracens player has been playing well in that we've seen? You know, Owen Farrell had an absolute nightmare on the Lions tour. Arguably, shouldn't have gone. Um, Jamie George again was—he was actually named captain of the bin juice. I saw on Stuart Hogg's Instagram and <laughs> took, took it with took it with great aplomb. And because Good I tell what watching the behind the scenes stuff with players like Jamie George on that Lions tour. Kind of like him now. He's all right. He's, oh, mate, he's, very, very likable guy. Very likable yeah. guy. Good banter. That, to be honest, mate, I didn't know anything about the lad until I saw some interviews with him on the Lions tour, and I went, "You know what? You're class. You know, <laughs> I, like, I like you. You're all right." The last, um, last get. What was it? It was the last time he played Saracens at home. I think it was Christmas two years ago or something. Yeah, and it, it was it was the game I think where Harry Williams got sent off. You know, the real. Oh, uh, that, yes, I remember that game. Yeah. And horrible just for the game, just for the game, Jerry George went up to Jack Noel at the halfway line, and the, the whole of the East Stad was just going, "Oh, friend, <laughs> oh, <even> friend, that's <laughs> class." Yeah, just oh, increasing up, but um, yeah, he's he's very likable. But you're right, yeah. I, you know, I mean, Toje's level is his top end is huge. Yeah, uh, Farrell's been wobbling for a while now. I think. Uh, yeah. We are a daily. Well, I'm not necessarily about daily. The better. Um, I mean, they've yeah, still, they've still they, got Swinson in there. They still got, um, yeah, they've got the boys going back from Bristol. They've got Sean Maitland on one wing. Um, I don't know who's going to play centre now because Brits. Uh, um, oh, what's his fucking name? Bar- Barrett's gone, isn't he? I think. Who's going to be number twelve? Well, maybe it's going to be. Um, it might be Farrell. Yeah, maybe. Is George, is George yeah. Cruz is George Cruz is still out in Japan and he's, he's no, he's back. He's back. Is I he think. Back? Right. So, yeah. so yeah, the base of the squad that left the Premiership is going to be back, but they haven't played with each other a lot. Yeah, I think they're two, you know, they're two years older as well, isn't it? Yeah, the game's changed in two years. I think it's going to be quite. It's, I think it's going to be quite interesting to watch the first part of that season because with the injuries we've got and the yeah. lack and the lack of depth they've got, I think you're going to be seeing. Chiefs and Saracens sort of moving up the table together. Maybe we're not we're not going to be out the blocks, straight up the top, staying at the top all the way through till May. That ain't going to happen. And if anyone thinks that's going to happen, you know, I'll be bloody surprised. Yeah, but um, I just I, just, I think Saris Saris going to bloom late because it's going to take them a while to get back into the groove. And also, they've been smashing people easily by fifty plus points last season. They haven't had a. Def- Imagine going up against this, the defense of Sale after playing Jersey Reds. You know what I mean? It's going to be like different. Shit. Be like, what's, what's this like? <laughs> yeah, it's it'd be it'd be interesting because I think for me, the 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 teams we've mentioned. I mean, we've mentioned about six teams to be fair, but the they're the teams I would be worried about. I mean, I'm not particularly. I don't think. I don't want it to come over across as arrogant but just you know I think we're still going to be up there but I think it's going to be one of our toughest seasons to uh, one reset you know mm. mentally for this year especially after last year mm-hmm. uh, and Rob Baxter seems he's saying that we you know that's what we have done and he, it's something that maybe we didn't do well enough last year yeah but I mean yeah, you, you win the European and the, and the league double and then you, you have like two weeks off and you're straight back into it. That must that must be weird as a player. That must be yeah. really strange. Really, and no preseason really to think of. No Not no conditioning really. to be, to really take part in. It's just keep on keep on playing. And then you have got to take into consideration the play, the level of fatigue 
and and the international duties that the lads, those who had to go and do, had to take part in. And international rugby is a step up again. Yeah, so, well, we're not going to see, we're not going to see Dicky Hogg, Johnny Hill. We're not going to see them for ages, are we? No. So, well, yeah. I mean, how? You, you how won't. Long you first, first fixture. When's the first fixture? Hang on, let's get it up. It's end, end of the month, end of September. Uh, yes, the 18th Tigers. So they won't be there for that. They might make the Saints game, maybe on the 25th. That'll mm. be a month and a half off. Post, post Lions years are always weird. They're always like injury heavy. Yeah. Because players have had long seasons. And it like it kind of, I know they had a massive gap in lockdown one, but then that, then that just kind of, then it was like a year and a half long season. Yeah. That was done straight away when it, as soon as the season yeah. reopened. It was intense back-to-back games for weeks, and you know, playing. It doesn't matter what level of rugby you play, even if it's the highest or the lowest. When you're playing weekend after weekend with some midweek, don't forget those midweek fixtures squeezed in as well to to get the fixtures in. Yeah, That's hard, man, that is hard. And but yeah, oh, that was great. Said, the midweek fixtures were great. Oh, oh yeah, loved, I loved getting in from work and having rugby on in the week. That was weird, but fantastic. That, I love that. And that being said, of all the clubs who are adapted to that, it shows what strength and depth with the squad we have. Yeah. Because we're able to roll players in, roll players out, still come away with wins, good wins, and, yeah. move, and move on to the next. But, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be a, an attritional start to the season. There's no doubt about that. And we've got, look, Tigers, Saints, and Sharks are, yeah. our, first three, are our first three fixtures. And that's, yes. that's and hard. We- yeah, and we're depleted in the back five as well. So yeah. that's going to be a it's going to be a rough start to the season. That I reckon Dickie will be back for the Saints game. Well, I, I don't know how long. I, I don't know how they're going to manage. I don't know what they have to do with their uh, time as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying this based on any sort of understanding of player recovery or anything like that. I yeah. just think he's that type of bloke. He's going to. He's going to be. He's going to be chomping at the bit to get back in the gym. Get back on. Get back on the park. He's been holding pads. He's gonna be holding pads for a couple of weeks. They all are. Mm. As he as he slowly bring him back in, and he's just gonna do something. But like, I'm gonna start the weekend. Yeah. Do they base it? I want. I wonder if they base it on, um, like minutes played, or you you know, because Johnny Hill didn't play. Obviously, he didn't play at all for the last like month of the Lions tour. No, and you probably find that's probably, probably an element to that. Same, same as Hoggy. Really, he didn't. If he didn't play the last game, so he, you'd yeah. argue, he'd be more likely to come back in before Simo and and Luke. But I mean, also it depends. Yeah, you know, how many fixtures did they play overall? Um, well, well Hoggy. Yeah, I'm assuming Hoggy just have to play, but it's the English players that you know are contracted to a certain amount of rest time through the. Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know how the SRU do it. Um, he might, yeah, he might, he might be able to just walk straight back in, but I doubt, I doubt Baxter would, would do that anyway. I'll probably want to give him an, at least a week or two. Well, he didn't play for Chiefs much at the end of last season either, did he? So, no, this is true. This is true. So he's got plenty of minutes in the legs. And also, these at the end of the day, these are high, you know, top level athletes. They probably feel fine. They're probably at home now, going a bit bored to be honest. Want to get back out there? Um, well. Yeah, I get you know. I, I personally would want to, so uh, I'd want to this, play. This is where the first game of the season, the, the strongest fifteen we have available, walks out. And we're like, oh well, we were fucking wrong, weren't we? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that is. So let's think. Of, so let's let's just divert off of who's who could who could win the Premiership this season. Who would you pick? So let's just say everyone's fit, everyone's hub. Everyone's hunky dory. Everyone's past one hundred percent. If if it was a FIFA FIFA twenty one game, every player's stamina is at one hundred percent. They're all ready to go. Who would you pick as your starting fifteen? Uh, First game of the season against Tigers. Front row, I would go Hepburn, Dicky, Williams. Yeah, but um, I I would I could flip a coin between Hepburn and Ben Moon personally. Yeah, Ben's a better scrummager. Yeah, so it depends on who you're playing. To be, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you beat me to it. It's it a team a team with a massive scrum like some of the French teams. You need Ben Ben Moon in there, and we saw that towards the end of the season, didn't we? Yeah. Hep, Hep, um, Hep scrummaging was was on the way out, so they just brought in 
brought Big Ben in and we're like, come on, shore this up with you. We'll bring Alex on when they're all knackered. Uh, a la the, the, in, on the Lions tour. Yeah, but uh, Alex, uh, Alex, Alex's work around the pitch is just relentless. Oh, yeah, he's great. He's, he's, yeah. uh, he, he runs around like a flanker, not a prop. Yeah, yeah. So and um, with with Williams, I don't know enough about this new guy to to really comment. You know, if it was, you know, if Franny was still here, then there's an argument for either or, isn't there? But mm. the new I guy, think, I can't comment. New, new guy will be on the bench for a while, I think. Um, yeah. And also, how often do you see a new sign new signing walk straight into a starting fifteen of a rugby side? Most of the time, then, yeah. Most of the time, when we've made. Um, new signings it usually takes them the first season they're usually bit part players yeah unless they're a back yeah a back the back's more likely to be able to sit, like hoggy is more is more is easier for them to sit into a position because there's there's not that unit element of but the scrum yeah not, not especially especially the front row yeah you've, you've got to you've got to get to know the guys just you're lining up alongside He's been um, here a while that we didn't we never did learn his name that Isafa Scott he's been here quite a bit yeah, he said, was he something at Christmas? I think yeah. it was. He, was Christmas, he, wasn't, he wasn't eligible to play because of the, the season hadn't ended. Yeah, something um, like that. Yeah, yeah it was because the bizarre, because obviously their, their season ends as ours begins, don't it? Down in, yeah. uh, down in Zealand, So, But yeah, so yeah, I'd, I'd, you know, to be honest, I'd agree with that. Mm. Against a lightweight, against a lightweight scrum like, I don't know, should we say Worcester? Yeah. Hep, Hep, Hepburn, Dickey, and, um, and Harry would be the starting three for me. But he's a bit Ben Ben Moon is interchangeable with Alec Hepburn. He always has been. Which and his last season, isn't it? Ben, the, the yeah. last of the, the last of the originals. It's uh, it's not his last season, is it? I think it's. I think he's. I think he's hanging his boots up at the end of the year. His testimonial year, definitely. I think he's oh. said he's hanging it up at the end of the year. I hope not. I hope not. Oh yeah, I just thought he, like if I was Ben Moon, I would just be like, I would just take every whatever they offered, whatever Chiefs offered me, I would just take it and just wind down my career at Chiefs. Oh yeah, I think uh, he he's got scrum coach written all over him, and he he's, yeah, he has got yeah. a scrum coach written all over. Have you seen uh, on a side note one of the things he's giving away as part of his testimonial? Do you remember the the, the pictures, of the pair of boots he had? Oh, his Ming and tape. Yeah, they're in a, they're in a display case now, and they're up for auction. Just <laughs> 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 like for us, fucking brilliant. Right, so who are we going in the second row? It's got to be the Johnnies, isn't it? Two Johnnies, no no debate really there. Yeah, um, yeah we got. I think you think to, to say something. This season from Johnny Gray, I think we're going to see something more because he's going to be pissed off at being left out of the Lions tour. Well, um, he's going to go. He's going to want to show that I am one of the best locks in certainly in England, certainly in Britain. Yeah, uh, I mean, if the man's the man's tackle stats are absolutely disgusting. He never he never misses one. Or, yeah. or if he does miss one, he's involved with the takedown. And he's always his work rate is great. I he's want just, to see. I want to see him start melting people, though. He's never been a big hitter. That's the no. problem. That's the that's the well. He, well, he is, but he doesn't look like he's a big hitter because he's quite yeah. slow. Yeah. He's got a gentle giant vibe going on. When Maratoji comes out of line and hits someone, you think that, as you said about poor old Daly, they get sent to the shadow yeah. realm, and that's the end of yeah. it. Johnny Gray just puts them down. Yeah, does he? Just puts them down, and that's it. Johnny Hill's just a uh, you know. He's a nuisance around a pitch. Sometimes he's a walking bloody yellow card, but he, got a hell of boots. Yeah, he's got a good kicking game. He's good in the wide channels. Good in the, good in the line out. He, he's good on the piss as well, apparently. So, look at the start of uh, the start of last season when uh, the season before we won the, the season we won the prem. He was he was scoring for fun. Yeah, yeah, he was, yeah. He, was, he was constantly on the score sheet, and you know everyone goes on about Sam Simmons smashing the try record this season. Last of the season was gone. The previous season, Johnny Hill was probably knocking on the door. Yeah, you know, he was scoring he was all. He was the like time. second top scorer that year. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And for a second row, that is, yeah, well, well the thing of being a forward at the Chiefs, if you're in the right place at the right time, you're going to score a try. Ain't you? Yeah, as long as you're getting near the ball, chances are you're going to get on the end of something. It's so if we move, yeah, if we move to the back row, I just just I I've got written down here the Marlin. Mm-hmm. Simmons and Ewers, yeah, but I mean, uh, then I was like, Oh, Sam Skinner, oh, because 
it's the Lions tour again, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to work it out. Yeah. yeah. Well, hmm. see, for me, Sam's Sam's a back is a lock for me. Yeah. And I'm looking at the squad list here. There's a picture of Sam Skinny. He's right next to Henry Slade. Those boys go to the same tan bed. I'm telling you right now. Oh, oh my God. I was literally going to say this. I was looking at on the same haircut. Yeah. And it, it was, there's, <laughs> there's a really pale player. Oh, what is his name? Danny Felton. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then I looked at Sam Skinner. I was like, he's like Sam, you, you look ridiculous, mate. The, like, you know, guys, if, you, if you are listening, well, those who are listening or listening whenever, Honestly, go on the Chiefs website, go on the squad list, scroll down to the S's, look at Sam Skinner and Henry Slade. They look shitting ridiculous. Yeah, they look like someone has poured gravy granules on them and smeared it in. Yeah. So, look like, yeah. like jaundice, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> no Scotsman should be that tanned. It's yeah. not possible. Not not naturally, anyway. So, so yeah, but... Um, so, yeah. So, so, okay. would, if you're going to put Skinner in, who would you take out out of Vermoulin and debuters? Well, I wouldn't, but because I because Simmons works better when you've got those two um, yeah. units. However, you know, I know obviously when the, Skinner usually goes in for important, if there's something happening at the line out, he's, he's quite important to that, isn't he? So, yes, he is. Uh, well, one thing I would say if he was in there, if he was in there, I wouldn't bat an eyelid. I wouldn't be like, oh, no, oh, yeah. not, I'd be like, oh, Skinner's in. Perfect. That's fine. Yeah. And the same with Kirsten, isn't it? If they're in, if yeah. they're in, you know they're going to put in a great shift. The well, best case scenario is they're the two on the bench. Yeah, yeah, precisely. And so, also, and Skins can cover two positions, so he's he's a naturally he's a natural um, finisher, isn't he? So you can, yeah. he can come on for you can come on the second row, you can come on back row, and you can, do, you can do you can do the same as Kirsten exactly, um, the ginger beast. But mm. he, um, yeah, as I said. The, we're lucky with our back rows. They are very interchangeable. The only thing that doesn't, it's, it's always stuck for me is none of them, apart from Sam Simmons, are really an eight. They're not out and out eights. We've got, realistically, we've got one. Yeah. It's, it's, that's, his, that's his natural position, is eight. Yeah. It's like, hmm, whatever happens, if anything happens to Sam, who's going to be the, the guy to take over? It'll be like Tom There's a young lad called like Ross Tweema. Sorry if I've pronounced that wrong. Oh, um, he, yeah, I'm looking at him now. He's definitely yeah. he's um oh I think he's oh, I want to say Tongan. Oh, you're close. He's from Fiji. He, Fuck yeah. me. Oh Fiji. He's, yes. He's born in 2000. I'm sure. I'm right. I'm sure I saw a picture of him with his dad on Instagram, and I'm sure I was in the net. I was. I served with his dad at some point. He is the cousin of Joe Cocker, the singer. Mm. Real cousin or Fijian cousin? Uh, well, yeah, it could be anything. Could it's Fijian cousin. Cousin in Fiji means they were, went to the same yeah. shop. Yeah, yeah, they, it's, they they use that term loosely, don't they? Um, but that's pretty cool. That's pretty did you cool. know we've got? A, did you know we've got a player whose first name is Christ? No, we have Christ Shizuna. T S H I U N Z Z A. He's from Congo, a six foot six lock who played for Wales under twenties. Called Christ. oh yeah, okay. Um, I didn't know his first name was Christ. That's incredible. That's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, he'd be one sponsor, I think. Definitely. So we got that. So last week we got cultural appropriation, and now we've got blasphemy. Get it? Yeah. Uh, one of my best friends is a vicar, so don't even try. We're it. fine. We're fine. Um, We're fine. We're fine. Right, number nine. <laughs> Nine, right. Two ah. for me. Yeah. Um I, I think um I know he's still gonna be on the bench, but I, I think Townsend like the end of last season went to levels in a certain couple of games that I haven't seen a nine do for Chiefs for a while. Yeah. And I mean I d I you know, I'm not well you're the nine, right? So I I can't comment, but <laughs> not anymore. No. <laughs> oh yeah, were a nine. <laughs> No, but no, I, I, I think he's done. Yeah, I think he's. Uh, he's just. He's just a, a nightmare, isn't he? He's just he's a, dynamic. He's dynamic. He snipes. His vision's yeah. unbelievable. He's, we saw him against Sale in the, the that second to last game. The, yeah. The, yeah, the penultimate game before the playoffs. He was incredible. just an absolute nightmare. Don't know, Jack yeah. Maunder. Jack Maunder plays the plan. That's clear. 
Yeah. But he, 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 in theory, I'm sorry to bring it back to Scottish rugby, he reminds me a lot of Greg Laidlaw. He, he needs the pack to be doing exactly what he needs them to do to operate yeah. perfectly. And if the pack are having a bad day, he panics. And, he'll, and he, he, he's so determined to put his box kicks in. He's so determined yeah. to do it the way... Rob's told me what I've got to do, and I'm going to do it. Yeah. This, this come, I'm sure... I'm sure this just comes down to co- what the coaches are doing. Most oh, yeah, of absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. But the great scrum halves will know the plan. Because you'll see yeah. Sutton do it. He'll set up a caterpillar. He'll put a box yeah. in. But when it's going wrong... He'll change and he'll go right. I've got to do something here. I've got, yeah. to, I've got to get these guys to stop attacking the attacking the line high. I've got to get in. I've got to get in behind them and make them think. Shit, the nine's going to go again. We've got to hold off and allow the that brings the plan back in. And it's just that extra little level that, as you said, Stu turned it off. Sam Adalgo Klein's got it, but he's been playing for ever. You know, and I'd yeah. like to see him back. Actually, he's just sort of disappeared off the radar, didn't he? he just where's he gone? I've not seen. I've not seen him in months. Um, it, interestingly, yeah. interestingly, so Sam Simmons was on. Um, it was like the good, the bad, and the rugby, and they yeah. asked him who the most important person at Chiefs was to the culture, and he, he straight away was like Stuart Townsend. Well, he got Clubman of the Year, didn't he? Yeah, which I think uh, says a lot. But he he said like um, <laughs> he said like Stuart Hogg turned up, and he was like got shit laid, you fucking just laid into him. And, like, <laughs> His hair is shocking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not great, is it? <laughs> I mean, I can't, yeah, I can't say anything, but you know, it, it's well. Um... To be fair, two towns that I, I mean, I'm sure it holds the biggest fan. I've ripped, I've ripped the piss out of some of the haircuts that man's dared to go out on a rugby field with. I mean, the, the bleach. Yeah. Blo- so you get your hair transplanted, you get it back, and then you turn it bleach blonde. Fuck off, Hoggy. What the hell? Yeah, <laughs> he, he literally, he literally ruined his hair transplant. Yeah, exactly. You can imagine being his missus, like, oh, for fuck's sake, what's done yeah. now? Have a day off. Does it not look good? No, no, Stuart, it doesn't. It looks fucking terrible. Uh, <laughs> so, right, yeah. Moving on. Number ten, obvious. Moving straight on. <laughs> I don't need to say, Joe, do we? Because just, just caveat. Like you know, you say about other teams losing their tens. You know, is I mean, Harvey Skinner had some great games last year, but it's not. It isn't the same as when we had like Steno there. Just you yeah. know winding down his career and just as that backup. And then before, you know, when it's Steno was first choice, you had Joe coming through who was improving more and more all the time. More so, more so more yeah. you know something, Maybe. this is going to sound controversial, especially with how good Joe is. The longer I, I've, I see Joe Simmons as Steno Mark two, not just in the way he plays, but I've got horrible, horrible gut feeling that his international career is not going to take off. And he's got because exactly the same as Steno's didn't. Steno was stuck in the wrong place at the wrong time with Ireland because yeah. of Megara and Sexton. Mm-hmm. And who walked into that England setup? Marcus Smith. Yeah. Fowl, still going to be the first choice for a while, you'd expect. Yeah. Uh, there's at least, they're still young enough to, you yeah. know, steal the best years of his like, yeah. peak career. And then. Oh, it'd be too old for him to come into it late, potentially. Yeah. yeah. I mean, fly half is such a progressive position as well. There's always, and you've yeah. always got like young Harvey Skinner knocking on the door. I hope I'm wrong. I really do, because Joe Simmons is unbelievable. But I just, it's just got that feeling about it again. Yeah, you know, we'll see what happens. I guess you know we can't get into the island south is a mirror is a is unknown. Even on even a second choice. But you know, we had the likes of Paddy Jackson and all them sort of coming through. And meanwhile, you know, down in Devon, going, "What have I got? Well, I've won the Premiership. You know, yeah. what have I got to do?" Um, yeah. It's just that same sort of vibe. I don't know why. Hope I'm wrong because Joe's brilliant, and he, he's. I mean, was it second to like this again? The Championship season, his kicking was. He <laughs> was high nineties percentage yeah. wise. Yeah, but then he then it, ever since he got that charge down, it was it he wasn't as consistent. Weirdly, no, but that was that was, that was, that was just one of those days when it, that was just one of those weird days. Yeah. That anyway, right. yeah. Centers, centers, uh, easy for me. Devoto and Slade. Yeah, can't disagree. Those two, no. Oli Devoto is just fucking brilliant. And yeah. He's getting better. He's getting better. Yeah, he's yeah. so skinny for a twelve as well. He's so small, but yeah, but he can play ten as well. You know. Yeah, you can, yeah. If, you know, I've seen it. I saw him. I remember when he was at Bath, he played a couple of games. At yeah. Time. So, uh, and he, I, he loves it, doesn't he? Oh, yeah. You can see, he well, just, you saw him when he scored that try in the Prem final, didn't he? I thought he was going to 
I thought he was going to burst. Yeah. Um, well, I haven't rewatched it, so. Even if, if. Yeah, don't worry. Don't. don't. Just, just take it from me. He was very happy to score. Yeah. <laughs> Even though they have got him doing weird SM posters for kit launching. And, Slade, and Slade's got Slade's the 13 until he doesn't want to be the 13 anymore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's, uh, until he retires. Right. Okay. Let's go. Let's go. Before we do wingers, let's just go fullback. Yeah, it's got to be hoggy for me. Yeah. Um, but wingers, wingers is bloody oh. tricky. I've put, I've put Noel. Yeah, if fit. And, and yeah, I put Noel and Flaps. <laughs> but mm. then, I've, but then I've got Woodburn. Uh, uh, any of those three, basically. Yeah. I see. Um, yeah, you've, you've basically, we've basically agreed completely on our starting fifteen. Yeah. Um, but f- I have flats over Woodburn. He's a better defender. Okay, he might be smaller, but he's definitely a better defender. There was a few times last year watching Ollie Woodburn in defence. It was just a little bit, hmm. <laughs> you know, just just a couple of a couple of tackles he might have pulled out of a little bit. You know, just not um, not hundred percent committed, perhaps. Well, in attack, he's lethal, and there's no if buts or maybes. He was just there's a he just stood off a little bit, a bit Chris Ashtony. Do you know what I mean? A yeah, little bit, I, not quite. Yeah, he was injured as well, wasn't he? Last year, Woodburn for a bit, so yeah, maybe he gets a run of games, and you know, we'll we'll see how it goes. But I mean, a Flafty, he you know, he's played himself into the starting lineup. He's, oh, he's um, I mean, look, no, no, you're putting all there. You're only gonna go like, five games a year out of him, so. Well, yeah, exactly. Comes comes yeah. in, gets his picture taken a few times, injures himself after seventy minutes, and then we don't see him again till the following season. Gets injured, gets injured. Fit in time for the Autumn Nations Cup. Gets injured the last game. Fit in time for the Six Nations. Injured in the last game of Six Nations, and then he'll be fit just in time for the run-in. That's what I. Yeah, you, yeah. That's that's usually the, the, the Jack Noel party piece. Away, yeah. away, from, away from the difficult games, and there for the glory. So, so we we have agreed pretty much on the team. I think our team's pretty straightforward. I mean, the only you know contentious one potentially the nine obviously is different than what we would pick usually. Yeah, I just people are interchangeable. That's the thing with Chiefs, isn't it? Some teams you like, you know, that's their that's their starting fifteen. And whereas with us, I think um, you know, like you say, you can chuck Kirsten in, you can chuck Skinner in. You you know you change the back three up. And maybe Marcus, Marcus Street's another one. He's coming on leaps and bounds. Um, yeah, yeah I know he's been for a little bit, but yeah, I was just going to say, which young, any young players you're keen to see more of? I mean, I've uh, Inard, I'd like to see more of the hooker. Yeah, no, he, he was great with that one. That one game he played, he yeah, was really good. Hodge is another one. I think he's yeah, brilliant. he's I'd, such a good game. Little little Cordero as well. Yeah. Like to see more of it. This is and this is another thing. We aren't scared to throw these lads in. No. So you're in the start. You're in. The, you're in the first team squad, lads. You're playing. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care yeah. if it's Dale. I don't care if it's Tigers. You go. You're in. You're going in. How many? And this is a question. How many games are we going to see the legendary Don Armand this year? Ooh. That's a, that'll, that's a good. That's a good one. Quite, isn't it? quite a few, I think. I think we'll see him a lot at the beginning of the season. Yeah. He's handsome, isn't he? He's handsome, chap. Oh yeah, very much so. Yeah. Well, I think um, I think we've covered the team quite well there. Yeah, that's not bad. And to be fair, considering we had all to talk about this week, yeah, we've nearly made an hour out of it. Again, we've tried out of nowhere. We've tried the podcast out of nowhere. Yeah. Can I just say, well, before we go, um, I was watching some old like uh, interviews on the Chiefs YouTube channel. Yeah. And they're all you tell, like the players are all like media trained, you know. And mm. yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The Simmons brothers are the worst for it. They're like, yeah, great effort from the lads. Love playing with this group of lads. Or yeah. you know, it's a team effort. It's the same crap. There's no point in having these interviews. Yeah, no, media training sucks. It really there's does. no point. You just don't put them in front of the camera because then no one's giving you anything, unless unless it's maybe Joe Marler in front of the camera. Like yeah, no one's giving really- you anything. You've done it again. I'd love if we had a Joe Marlowe at the club. Just someone's yeah. just going to be shit, what is he going to say? We wouldn't know, but we wouldn't know. Wouldn't put, no, we, we wouldn't have this kind of head. But this is the thing I don't get. Like, on that, on that stuff, after the game, they're like, yeah, great effort. And then as soon as you put 
one of our players on a podcast, they're like, oh, Henry Slade's breath stinks. Oh, you know, Dickie can't handle his beer. And, and they just lay into each other. But, you know what it is? I mean, take, take the good, the bad, and the rugby as an example, because I've heard that story a few times now from yeah. a couple of dads. It's who that's asking the questions. Yeah. When you've got someone like James Haskell or Flats asking, yeah. it's your, it's one of us. It's one of the. Yeah. It's like it's like veterans talking to veterans. Veterans yeah. will be, will give each other so much dark shit. Yeah. The second, the second the girl from HR walks in, they're polite as pie. Yeah. And they, they're, they're saying their teas properly, and everyone it's all jolly hockey stick. The second and the rugby players are the same. I would never. Some of the stories I've, I speak about with my club mates, I'd never dream of talking to my work friends about because they just wouldn't get it. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's probably, true, yeah. That's probably an element of it. Um, but yeah, it, yeah it's, it's, nice, it's nice to see him cut loose actually because it, it, it humanizes them again. That, that, that Slady story is great, to be fair. Oh, he, yeah. he, he did try and defend it, but I think it's hilarious. Yeah, I think to be honest, I also think it's probably not true, but it's stuck. And there's nothing, no, he's no. Gonna, nothing he's going to be able to do about it now for the rest of his life. He's stuck. No. Did you hear the whole, the whole story? Yeah, the whole story was like there was a few of them injured and they were all like, let's pretend his breath stinks. So they all kind of decided separately to be like, Jesus Christ, mate, your breath stinks. And they all doubled down on it and they had him down himself and he was like, bringing his toothbrush to the club, like brushing his teeth <laughs> two or three times a day. Uh, but he's, 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 yeah, he's just like constantly, anytime he's on a podcast, he's like, yeah, but I, can I just say my breath doesn't stink? We all know it does, lady. We love yeah. you. We all know it does. There's always a catch. <laughs> but yeah, I just wanted to get that off before we before we went. Nice. So, nice. Happy yeah. with that. Well, we, we've done all right tonight and uh, hope you all enjoy it. Hope you all listen to it in the numbers that you've been listening to. Um, as I said, as I said in the Facebook thing, anything you want us to look into or talk about, we'll do our best. If we can't talk about it, we won't. Um, it will get, but we we'll, we'll, we won't we won't ignore the question. We'll just, as we say about the disability thing, we'll we, if we're not qualified to ask to talk about it, we won't. If it's funny, we're definitely talking about it. Yeah. And if it's rude and obnoxious, we are we are we are so in. So, but thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, we'll be back next week. Post, we must have something to talk about next. We'll find something to talk about next week, and it'll be a good laugh. So, cheers for listening, and we'll see you soon. See you later, guys. <laughs>